This Women's History Month Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz celebrates all women driving change and is indebted to those trailblazing women who punctuate the brand's history, like Bertha Benz and Evie Ruskvist. These women defied the odds to change the auto industry forever, and Mercedes-Benz applauds the tenacity and courage it takes to pave the road ahead. Listen along this month as we share the stories of inspiring women in charge and at the top of their fields, powered by Mercedes-Benz. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome. Here's the deal. Every weekday, we're highlighting the stories of women you may not know about but definitely should. We're talking about women from around the world and throughout history. Each month is themed. This month is all about women in the driver's seat, leaders who took charge and made lasting impacts on their industries. Our first woman in the driver's seat redefined volunteerism. Her commitment to providing relief to those most in need put her on the front lines, ready to risk her life for those suffering. Serving those in need fed her soul so much that she founded one of the most historic humanitarian aid organizations. Let's talk about Clara Barton. Clarissa Harlow Barton, who went by Clara, was born on December 25, 1821, in Oxford, Massachusetts. At the age of three, Clara's parents, Stephen and Sarah, recognized their daughter's ease with words and sent her to school with her older brother. Clara enjoyed learning and excelled in reading and writing. When Clara was 11, her older brother, David, fell from the rafter of a barn and suffered severe injuries. Clara took it upon herself to nurse him back to health. Throughout the subsequent two years, she learned how to safely dole out his medicine and even placed leeches on him to improve blood circulation and prevent clotting. This experience, as well as her father's former stint as a soldier, would later inform Clara's life's work. In 1839, Clara became a teacher, one of the few careers available to women at the time. She loved educating and was motivated by her ability to assist and impart knowledge. She taught for 12 years at schools in Canada, Georgia, and New Jersey. In 1852, Clara worked with the city of Bordentown, New Jersey to open the first free public school there. With the help of one other woman, Clara ran a school that taught more than 600 children. Unfortunately, The success of the school led the city officials to replace Clara as principal with a man whom they paid double her salary. Refusing to be paid less than a man, Clara left the school and moved to Washington, D.C. to work as a recording clerk in the U.S. Patent Office. Clara was one of the first women to work in the federal government and receive equal compensation as her male counterparts. When Secretary of Interior Robert McClelland was appointed in 1853, Clara was demoted to a copyist, only making 10 cents per every 100 words. Then in 1857, the newly elected president, James Buchanan, fired Clara. 
She spent a few difficult years at home in Oxford before returning to the patent office in 1861, when Abraham Lincoln took office. Clara was happy to be back at work, as staying home and sitting idly by was not her strong suit. But Clara really found her true calling with the start of the U.S. Civil War. Troops from the 6th Massachusetts Infantry flooded into D.C. after being attacked by a mob of Confederate sympathizers on a train from Baltimore. Clara greeted those soldiers upon their arrival and immediately began coordinating plans for treatment and shelter. As she made her rounds among the suffering and injured, she realized these were men that she'd grown up with, attended school with, and taught alongside. Clara used her resources and connections in D.C., Massachusetts, and New Jersey to collect supplies, including food and medical provisions for the troops. Throughout the Civil War, Clara provided tangible and personal support to thousands of troops. She collected and delivered supplies to the men, while also taking time to boost morale by reading to them and listening to their personal stories. Her efforts reached the battles of Fairfax Station, Chantilly, Harpers Ferry, South Mountain, Fredericksburg, Charleston, Petersburg, and Cold Harbor. During the Battle of Cedar Mountain, Clara arrived at the field hospital in the middle of the night with a wagon full of supplies to provide some relief to the struggling doctor on site. He deemed her the angel of the battlefield. Despite having no formal training, General Benjamin Butler named Clara the head nurse of one of his units in 1864. At the end of the war in 1865, Clara received permission from President Lincoln to establish the Office of Correspondence with Friends of the Missing Men of the United States Army. This operation was designed to locate or identify missing or killed soldiers for inquiring relatives. Clara assembled a small team to sift through more than 63,000 letters regarding missing family members. With her team, Clara located over 22,000 men over four years. 13,000 of those men were in Andersonville Prison in Georgia. Clara assisted in setting up a national cemetery for those who died there. As a result of her consistent involvement in these battles, Clara was prone to bouts of extreme exhaustion and depression. In 1869, at the recommendation of her doctors, Clara traveled to Europe with the intent of getting some rest. Instead, she discovered the International Red Cross based in Geneva, Switzerland. She was inspired by its humanitarian work and played a significant role in the U.S. joining the International Red Cross in 1882. If there was a war going on, Clara was going to be there to lend her services. While in Europe, she offered her nursing skills in the Franco-Prussian War of 1870. She distributed relief supplies throughout France, set up military hospitals, and opened workrooms for the poverty-stricken citizens of Strasbourg. She was one of the few civilians to receive the German Iron Cross military decoration. Upon her return to the U.S., Clara devoted her time and energy to the creation of the American Red Cross Society. She garnered support by writing pamphlets, lecturing, and advocating for its inception with sitting presidents. The American Association of the Red Cross was officially formed with Clara as its president on May 21, 1881. The American Red Cross was dedicated to giving relief to armed forces and serving as a conduit between American soldiers and their families. 
Although not included in efforts of the International Red Cross, Clara made relief from national and international natural disasters a priority. In the first 20 years after its founding, a majority of the American Red Cross's resources were directed towards disaster relief. Clara was a skilled and persuasive public speaker. She used that to her advantage to rally volunteers whenever possible. In times of crisis, her charisma and passion for her work mobilized the masses. In 1884, thanks to Clara's advocacy, the International Red Cross passed the American Amendment, which expanded its work to provide relief to victims of natural disasters. That same year, Clara and Red Cross volunteers traveled to Pennsylvania to support survivors of a dam break that resulted in over 2,000 deaths. In 1892, Clara shipped 500 railroad cars of cornmeal and flour to Russia during a famine. In 1893, the American Red Cross rehabilitated the African-American community on the sea islands of South Carolina and their agricultural economy after they were struck by a hurricane. In 1896, Clara was the only woman the Turkish government allowed to intervene during their conflict with Armenia. Clara served as president of the American Red Cross for 23 years before being forced to resign in 1904. Still, her work wasn't over. She founded the National First Aid Association of America a year later to teach the public how to provide basic first aid in personal and local emergencies. The association was later absorbed by the American Red Cross. Clara died of pneumonia on April 12, 1912, at the age of 90. She was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame in 1973, and in 1975, her Maryland home became the first National Historic Site dedicated to the achievements of a woman. All month, we're talking about women in the driver's seat. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.